Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey everybody, welcome to the Forbes Factor. We're talking about health, wealth, and happiness, and how we are all crazy surviving in this 21st century. I don't know what happened in 2020. I stepped into a really weird movie, because I saw this movie, and I don't think it ended very well, which is my problem. Usually the robots win, right? Or Terminator takes over. I don't know. Uh, We are actually going live. I'm sitting up right now on Facebook, if you guys are watching me. Bam, that is happening. That means we're, we're being seen by about 2 million people. We're, hold, we're heard by so many people around the world. I have a question for you today. What do you do every day that you don't think about? That would be called a habit. Everybody wake up, brush your teeth? I hope so. Uh, I don't know if my kids do, but they're teenagers. Um, your habit. They talk about a habit as something that you do so that you no longer have to think about it, but it helps run your life. I've had the most unique experience over the last, I don't know, month. I created a book in a month. I think I created a book in a day. You're going to hear how I've taken some of my crazy outrageousness and my beliefs that you can literally do anything that you want and make it happen. Uh, How do you create a best-selling book in a day? Well, number one, you don't do it alone. And I brought my partner in crime. Uh, He'll be on in just a second. And we're going to show you how your habits actually make what you do. You know, your thoughts actually create habits and habits create your lifestyle. I have had the most insane week interviewing some of my favorite celebrities, millionaires. There's a billionaire in there. Yeah, I know. And what have I learned about their habits? They're not like normal people. They don't wake up and go, oh, God, I have to go to the office or another Monday. They wake up and go, I've got a list of things to do. I'm inspired. I'm going to get up. I'm going to work. I'm going to actually, I'm not going to share all of them. I'm going to let Steve tell you a little bit about this. But Uh, Before I start the show, I just have to take a minute. I have been very blessed lately, and I want to thank all my students. I opened a business. I've been teaching and coaching since I was in my 20s. There was a company called The Learning Annex way back when. And I don't know why I thought I could teach things, but I did. I taught how to host back then. I hosted a lot of TV shows. Before that, I taught how to dance. I worked all through college. I taught tap dancing. In case any of you want to know, I may release that series on how to tap dance. Yay, of course. I don't, think, I don't think a lot of people need tap dancing, but who knows? But I found that I could always make money by being creative. I'm going to ask you guys, if you're suffering right now, and a lot of us are, emotionally, we're not sure where the world is going. It's very stressful times. But there's always one person that you can rely on. Always one person. You know who that is? You. Yeah. I have not been given things in my life that I haven't earned. I don't think anyone walk up and go, hey, there you go, you're cute, you get that. In fact, usually if you're cute, they give you all kinds of things you don't want, but that's a whole other show. I have worked and developed a work ethic, taught that to my kids, and now I have students around the world, from Uganda to Dubai, from New York City to Lanai. That's somewhere in Hawaii, it just sounds like it rhymed. And I am so excited by this. What has changed for me is that I no longer travel the world. I literally travel the world sitting in my chair. But I grew up that way. I was an awkward, goofy little kid who dreamed a lot. I watched a lot of movies. I watched a lot of TV. And in my mind, I could go to Mars and the moon and explore space. I could go underwater. I could be glamorous. I could attend award shows. I could do anything I wanted from the comfort of a chair. 
Well, the irony is I'm back in my chair, which now does not sit 35,000 feet up in the air. I wasted a lot of time in airplanes. I still want to travel. I still want to see you guys. I want to get on stages. I love doing that. But I added up as a dare how many hours I thought I spent last year traveling. Now, and you should do this. Check this out. I like to get to the airport two hours early because of all the stress, right? So you have to drive to the airport for an hour, two hours there, four to six to 11 hours on a plane. I went to London 48 times in the last six years. Then you get there. Then you got to sit and wait for your luggage. If it's LA, it's another hour. Then you drive to the hotel another hour. Then you got to check in. Sometimes you're early or late. Then you got to get to your hotel, spend the entire night there up to the next day to do one speech. I've already spent about 36 hours for one speech. I started to do the math. How much do you have to pay me to actually now do a speech? Because then I added it up and up and up. I traveled about 200 days last year. Do you know I spent two months doing nothing? Think about that. For, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks that I sat watching out the window of the clouds because I don't like to work on airplanes very much. So that's four to six, eight to 11 hours. I'm not doing anything. I watch a lot of movies. Oh, I can go toe to toe. That year, I know. I mean, I, I'm so bummed now because on Netflix, there's nothing for me to watch. I've seen everything. That's too bad, right? So imagine if I had those two months back. Now, wait, and Steve is sitting there smiling at me. Steve has very short hair and a little beard, but he's not wearing false eyelashes. He didn't really have to color his hair or do his fingernails and his toes. And maybe he waxed, but I don't want to know. That's another hour a day. You do that 300 days a year. There's only... How many hours do you live in a year, in a month, in a, in a lifetime? And so I took all that, I slowed down for a second, and I said, what if I devoted that time to sitting here talking to people, writing books, building strategies, and helping other people step into their greatness? And so in the last, now it's nine weeks since I launched this business, being this open. I've been on radio for 10 years, but I've never been so focused, so passionate, and had so many students, friends that I've had now. I'm changing lives, and for the first time in my life, I am willing to sacrifice my time, my freedom, to make your life better. Mm, it's been crazy. So with that, I would like to introduce you to a man that I met along this journey, probably less than a month ago, and I'm going to show you how we created magic. And I'm going to implore you guys, ask you guys, tease you guys, that if you step in and out of your own limiting beliefs, you can get anything you want. No joke. In fact, I had a very funny moment. It's kind of sneaky, right? But last night, I, I turned off. I was on a Zoom call. One of my, I do Zoom calls almost every night from 3 to 5 to 11 hours for a day. I know, lucky me, right? I keep waiting for a stewardess to bring me something to drink, but they don't walk past now. And... I turned off my camera and I said, you guys can just network and socialize. And I was, went to the other room. I usually turn the sound down. Well, last night I didn't turn the sound down. And I got to hear what some people said about me when I wasn't there. Yeah. Good for me. I've been, yeah. They could have said something really nasty, but they didn't. One woman said, wow, I cannot believe how hard she works. The other one said, I want her energy. And the third one said, you really should ask her for what anything you want. I've been with her for two months now, and she gets people what they want. Now, if you think this is magic, call me the Wizards of Oz. It doesn't matter. Test it out. I'm going to tell you this Sunday, write this down. Get out a pen. That's the little thing with a point on it, and you hold it in your hand. I know, not a phone, not a computer. I'm a pen person. <laughs> write down www. I don't know why we need that, but www. Pitch. 
Secrets with an S. Masterclass. Pitch Secrets Masterclass. Come meet me in person on Sunday. I'll be there. I talk to people. I challenge people. I tell people how to build their business. I actually put people in a best-selling book. And with that, please welcome my publisher, Mr. Stephen Sambis. Hi, Forbes. How are you? I'm good. So, uh, so what did you think of that little intro, my friend? It was amazing. I was enjoying it. I was thinking about how easy my life is because I don't have to wax anything or do anything to my hair or anything. So. Thank you. Thank you. You do not know. If you set, do you know how long it takes to color my hair? It's like a three and a half hour process. I can't admit. Well, you are the first person that's ever paid attention to the fact of how much time people waste in airplanes flying around and stuff like this. You know, one of my great friends, Bob Title, he's a producer in Hollywood. He did all the barbershop movies. He did a movie called The Hate You Give. Uh, billions of dollars at the box office. And he's working out of Chicago now because of all this, right? And he goes, Steve, I, well, what about going to the studios and stuff, Bob? What do you do? And he's like, you know what? Honestly, since we're doing these Zoom calls, I never, oh, there we go. He goes, since we're doing these Zoom calls, I love it. Since, uh, since we're doing these Zoom calls, he said, I never see myself ever doing that again. Because at that, we, we've been accustomed to something new now. So it's just not necessary anymore. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. This and you're more effective, by the way. You are affecting more people, and you're more effective in the process, aren't you? This is a dream that I had because I, I actually built this. Tele, I have a full-on television studio right down the street. It's a real state-of-the-art building. And I will tell you that I dream because I also do fitness. You know, I have my spin gym. I didn't That's people right. can't fly in all over the place, but I want to teach and talk to them. I've been doing, I've been doing Zoom since the day it launched. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, that was about 1 million people using it. Now there's 25 million people using it. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely. I am very enamored with this whole new world. And we're actually also conversing right now on the, um, literally on Facebook, we actually have hundreds of people around the globe talking to us. So I've got some mm -hmm. questions. Now, before I say anything else, Steve, you've got a little book over your shoulder. I, my name's yes. on it. Your name's uh, on it. Why don't you start by telling everybody, how did this project happen? Well, this was an amazing thing. So every day I have a habit where I look at my Facebook. At one time, I had like 4,000 friends on Facebook. And I would see these, these uh, things, these posts on my Facebook feed where, where people that are my friends, but they're strangers. So I created a process where I wrote these two paragraphs, two very small, quick pitch paragraphs that says basically, you know, hi, I'm Steve. Here's what I do. Would you be interested? And, and in five days, if they don't answer me, I just, I defriend them. I get rid of them because I'm looking for connections, not these strangers on Facebook, right? So I saw one of your things because we're friends on there, but we've never spoke before. So I go ahead and I send you my boilerplate thing and you responded, boom, I'm like, Cool. She responded. And she goes, let's do a phone call. I like what you're, what you're saying. And so we immediately got on the phone. And literally, you said with, within, I don't know, we talked for like an hour. We really went over the idea of the book, right? The One Habit book. Because I, I have a series of One Habits. And you said, has anyone done anything on entrepreneurship? I said, not really, which is surprising because it's so important right now, right? And um, so we, we, we finished. And you say to me this. You said, what's the fastest you filled the book up? And I said, well... We did this one habit uh, for women action takers in November, and we did it in about eight days. You, you said to me, I'll get you 50 contributors in 24 hours. And, and I was like, okay, let's do that, all right? Because I have learned, I have learned that when somebody says something, we, we limit our 
We limit our, our potential. We personally limit our potential all the time. In our one habit books, we have habits, but unhabits. And one of the one of the most reoccurring unhabits, the thing to get rid of, is self doubt and, and and negative self talk. Right. So when you said that, I was like, let's do it. And lo and behold, we hang up the phone, and all of a sudden, I start hearing. I, I get a ding every time somebody signs one of my forms, and it goes. Ding, ding, and then it would start going ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and literally within three hours of us pushing the, making, making the light go green where people could do this, within three hours, I think we, we had finished. And then we decided, and you and I talked, and I said, listen, listen, you already set, broke all these records as a co-author on this. You, most people, um, this, the book, by the way, cover is beautiful. Um, we, we said, well, let's get 100 people. And you go, only if we can put a bunch of my celebrity friends in there. And I said, yes, of course. So this book now is going to be 100 Habits of the Most Highly Successful Happy Achievers on the Planet, people that are entrepreneurs. And here's what's interesting, because I've got to edit every single one of the habits that have come in. It's not the things you think as an entrepreneur. It's not where you put your computer, where you put your desk. I would say 90% of this, Forbes, is a mindset which is the most exciting thing because if it's a mindset, anyone can do it, right? If, if, it's, if, if it's here, then any of us can do these things. And so what we asked each of these happy achieving, amazingly successful entrepreneurs is we said this to them. We said, if you could just pick one habit, one habit only and share it with another entrepreneur, what would it be and why? And if you could take one habit to get rid of what would that be and why? And then tell us who you are. And so each of these people, out of all the things they do, we're talking about Rob Angel, who invented Pictionaries in the book now. Uh, Frank Shankowitz, who started the Make-A-Wish Foundation, is in the book right now. So these, these people, out of all the things that they've done in their life that made them successful, they, they can only pick one. And here's what was amazing about this. Not only did every single one of these people know what the habit was, their amount of passion that you could see in, in, in this habit was just infectious. It was amazing. Absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. Well, and the list gets bigger because I got very, yeah. very re-inspired to make sure that this is a one-time only read. Joe Theismann's mm-hmm. habit. You know, this is a broadcaster gentleman that is one. Uh, he's been in the Super Bowl. He's one of the most recognized sports heroes ever. Yeah. And I, I won't take too much about the habit, but it had to do something that we can all do in terms of visualizing and writing it down. And again, I'm also excited about how everybody's been very gracious. If you're a fan of Knight Rider and soap operas, last night, Catherine Hickland, who I adored and idolized when I was growing up, who is a friend. These are all friends of mine. These are people that Mm -hmm. I know. And friend is an interesting word. Friend is somebody that I actually can pick up the phone and talk to. That's a real friend, not a Facebook friend. That's a real friend. I think that's kind of an, an, I actually got a chance to look and say, well, I don't know how this little girl who grew up kind of goofy and ugly and lonely and just dreamed about meeting these people, has them on speed dial. Uh, Some of my friends that I'm going to put in it posthumously because I miss her very much is Florence Henderson from The Brady Bunch. She was The Brady Bunch mom and a very dear friend, and she's in one of my books. And I'm going to quote from her, Elaine LaLanne. Uh, Yeah, Jack LaLanne's wife, right? Yeah. I mean, she's 94. She's funky as all get out. She just keeps going. so cool. Uh, so cool. I'm going to put in a little quote from Kim Kardashian's mom because Chris and I were friends and we talked about habits and how important she was one of the first people ever that I didn't know what I didn't know. And her habit will surprise you too about how did she get the girls to
to where they are? How did she, you know, pick up? Because she led a very tragic life. You know, she's been around murder and divorce and separation and, and yeah, yeah. You know, the queen of making lemonade, and so she's a dear friend. A um, couple of others. Uh, I'm not going to say who I'm interviewing tonight because I want to make sure it happens first. The ones that I've got already done, but yeah. tonight, tonight is going to surprise all of you. This is a, a, a gentleman who. I had the honor of meeting. I'm just a, I'm a movie and TV fan. My son's name is Riker, okay? So I love Star Trek. And yep. this man had something to do with that. And that's even cooler. It's like, all right, I can't wait to tell. But, <laughs> all right, so you talked about Brian Smith from Uggs, the founder of Uggs. Yeah, yeah, so Brian's I, great. I don't know if I showed you this, but if you go to YouTube and you type in um, It's My Life, Forbes Riley, and Lip Sync. I mean, I'm kind of outrageous. I don't know. I, I also get to a certain age, maybe where I don't care anymore what, what people think about me. I don't think I ever really cared. And you can't be an actress and care. Got that? You can't be an actress and care what people it's, think. It's not that you don't care. It's, it's that you're brave. You're willing to expose yourself. You're willing to just put it out there. I don't think that's not caring. I think that that's brave. That, as a matter of fact, I was interviewing uh, Ken Jeong uh, for The Hangover 3. I've interviewed a thousand actors on camera and, and I was talking to him. I said, this has got to be the movie that you were the most fearless oh, in your yeah. entire life. And he was like, you know, Steve, I got to tell you what, you're absolutely right. And The Hangover was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. He said that it turned my life from black and white to technicolor. But, but that's what you are, Forbes. You're not that you don't care. You're just fearless. And that fearlessness allows you to share with people and, and find the greatness in those people. Your fearlessness is the thing that is creating that. I don't know what the healthy word for bipolar is because I'm healthy bipolar. Because on one side, I was so fearful growing up. I was afraid yeah. of my own shadow. I was an ugly little girl. And on the other side, part of me just takes over and says, just run off the cliff and build a parachute as you're flying. Okay. Yeah. And well, not, on the way down. Yes. Yeah, I'm not even going down. No, notice I said flying. We're not going down. We're just oh, going nice. to just fly. Nice. I actually used to fly airplanes. I got a pilot's license at 15. And here's the funny thing is that I look at who I am now and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, rock on. Good for you. Because as a goofy little kid and teenager, and I was so weirdly shy. I still am. And that's kind of funny. I'm actually what they call an extroverted introvert. Oh, I'm saying, right. Same way. Yeah, I don't really like to go to parties because I feel kind of awkward. Um, I like to talk. And apparently, until some TED Talk, I found out that we don't like small talk. So people always think, well, you're always pitching. I'm like, no, I'm not always pitching. I'm always talking about what I like to talk about. And whether that's health or fitness or marketing, I am kind of crazy about that. And I'll, I probably, oh, you know what? Actually, we got to take a break. I've totally lost track of everything. Guys, go take a break real quick. We're going to come right back. I'm going to drop a bomb I've never really told in public. We come right back. Don't miss this. We're watching Forbes Factor. Listening Boom. To be sure to friend us on facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america if you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms we have the most unique solution and get this it's fun and takes less than five minutes two times a day developed by fitness hall of fame inductee and tv health expert forbes riley 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. All right, this is turning out to be amazing. I'm going to start just teaching and preaching for the entire rest of my life that if you want a great life, Create it. That's all there is. There's nobody going to give it to you. There, it, that's how I've always done it. I just didn't really share it with the world. Create it. Now, but a lot of you are like, well, really you know what? Knock off the excuses. And I have a teaching, if you don't mind, that I'm, just, that I'm really loving doing. So I've got a lot of our students right here on Facebook. Guys, put, put up there www.forbesreillybook.com for me. You've got Amy and Jay and Sherry. These are all of your authors. And uh, Leslie just said hi. There's a lot of people out there who are now new fans of Steve's. And I, yes. I adore you. I just adore you. I think we're on a crazy Thank you. Day. And it happened late one night. So here's a teaching, because I always get people to, to come to our shows because they're going to learn something. Steve, when you think of your subconscious, mm-hmm. what do you think of? My subconscious? Yeah. Um, it's it, it's this automated thing that I'm that I'm able to program. Okay, so automated thing that you program. Okay. Yeah. As an example, if if I if I need an answer to a question, yeah. or if I need to wake up at a certain time tomorrow, I just tell myself that I wake up at the right time, and those the answer comes when I need it. 
Got that's it. a sub. That's what I think. That's where that comes from. Right. So when you hear people say, "I can't do something" or "I'm terrible at this," here's my philosophy on this. I spent a lot of time as an actor who had to memorize a lot of plays and a lot of dialogue. Mm. And yeah. At one point, I got a one-woman show. Ju- uh, uh, Lily Tomlin wrote the show. It won, a, it won a Tony, and I got to play all 15 characters in one evening, two and a half hours. And there's no, there's no prompter. You have to memorize two and a half hours. It's an entire book you have to memorize and then perform playing 15 different people. Well, I was lucky enough to get cast in or talented enough or whatever. It was amazing. And then the day after, I looked at the script and thought, I can't do this. Nobody could do that. I can, how, do you, how do you memorize a whole book? And I got really mm. upset. And I got to rehearsals and I started doing that. I'm like, oh my God, folks, you're so good. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Fire me. Please fire me. I can't do this. And they're like, oh. And I walked around and somehow I literally ended up on a hypnotist couch. So we always say when the student's ready, the teacher, well, actually now we say the student's ready for Riley will appear. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I'm on his couch and he says, well, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, but I can't. He said, well, then go home. I said, that's not to pay you for the whole hour for that advice. And he said, well, do you want to do it? I said, yes. He said, but can you? I said, no. He said, well, then go home. I'm like, All right, this is, what are you doing to me here? And sometimes you have to get so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're first willing to listen to a different point of view. And then he said, just say you can. I said, okay, I can. He said, but you said you can, but you were saying you can. I said, no, I said I can. He said, no, you didn't. I'm like, no, right, this is frustrating. That's a lot of my students, right? So I said, I stood up and I said, okay. He said, have you ever done this before? I said, yes, I've done lots of plays. He said, well, then you can do it. He said, I can do it. Fine. And I stood up and said, I can do it. Now, this is something impossible that I'm saying I can do it to. Then he had me write it out in script and listen to it every morning and every night. Long story short, eight months into the play run, I've got a rave reviews, sellout audiences, and it was amazing. So I had a lot of time to figure out what is this thing between my ears? Mm-hmm. And I realized that I, and ask, may I ask you, did you spend any time last night making your beard grow or shoveling poop out the other end or making your No, no, that's as automatic as your subconscious is. I don't think it's automatic. That's what's interesting. You think so, it's programmable? Oh, it's more than that. I think that okay. you are the CEO of your company. You're the guy sitting up there going, I want something to drink. I want to go out swimming. I want, I want, that's all the CEO does. I want, I want, I want, and expects yeah. everyone else in the company to run the company. Yes. You're a little foreman, and I don't care if it's a guy or a girl. I take your right hand, look down your right hand, and that's where your foreman lives. Literally, look at your foreman and say hi and say thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for what? Well, thank you for making hair, and thank you for making two babies inside of me, and thank you for taking care of everything that I don't take care of because you do a good job. And he's in charge of a whole lot of people. He's got a team that looks out for your heart, that makes new blood, that actually makes new hormones. You breathe the whole thing, right? He's got a lot of people working underneath him. In my case, it's a him. I don't know why, but maybe because I like to boss men around. But here's the problem. Most of you, and y'all do this, is you look at the little foreman and go, you're an idiot, you're not worth it, you're stupid. And he, now, here's the thing I know from hypnosis. Your subconscious, listen to this very carefully, your subconscious has no sense of humor. So when you say, and I know this, I'll do hypnosis shows. I'm on stage in front of a lot of people. Steve, you're a pretty smart guy, right? If I told you under hypnosis, boom, you cannot remember the number three. And I said, let's count my fingers. You're gonna go one, two, I'll say, Steve, try four. You'll go one, two, four, five, six. I'll say, Steve, did you come in with six fingers on one hand? (laughs) And it's because your subconscious agreed that you can't remember the number three. It doesn't know the difference between what's real and what isn't. No, it doesn't. And this is phenomenal. And if you don't believe it, you've got to test it. So I push the limit. I test it. I get on stage as a guest in somebody very famous hypnosis show. And in my head, I'm like, I know how this works. I'll play along because, you know, okay. 
So he's going down the line. He says, I want you to say your name, but you can't remember your last name. And I'm watching this. He gets the next guy next to me, the guy next to me, who takes out his wallet. He's like, my name is John. He's like, John what? He's like, Take, I'm, I'm looking at his license. We can both see his last name, and he's not saying it. And I'm thinking, this guy's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's <laughs> and then I'm and like, and my, my head goes, you know your last name, right? I'm like, I know. I know my last name. But, but he said, you don't know it. I said, I know. He said, I don't know it. He gets in front of me. He says, hi, nice to meet you. What's your name? I'm like, Forbes. <laughs> he's like, you have a last name? I'm like, <laughs> um, and I don't say anything. Wow. And he goes down the line, and my CEO is like, what just happened here? You know your name. And I'm like, but we said we didn't know it, so we didn't say it. Now, I'm sitting in the thing, and he gets out this giant imaginary sleep gun. And he shoots a bunch of people, and they all fall over. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work. And I fall over. So it became very clear to me that, all right, let's all agree. Your, sense of, your, your subconscious has no sense of humor. So I'll go back 100%. to what the, hypno, what the hypnotist was trying to tell me. He says, if you say you can't do it, your subconscious will work very hard to make sure that you can't do it. Yeah. And it yep. doesn't, like when you said that you can, you released permission inside of yourself and all the parts of your brain and body conspired to help you because you said you can. Do you think that you have to say it and believe it or just say it? Well, you absolutely have to believe it. You can't. Remember I said, I said I can, but I said I can't? No. Yes. absolutely 100% believe it. Now, here's the thing. Because it has no sense of humor and it doesn't know the difference, you can lie to it all you want. Everybody lied to you and you believed it? Yeah. So you look at yourself and go, I can do this. You earn $10,000 a month. You're beautiful. Your mom and dad will love you. And all of a sudden, I know this is a funny, silly exercise, but I've done this over and over and over again. It is almost like you fall in love with yourself. And I'll tell you what, try it the other way. If you keep telling your subconscious, your little guy, you're not just forming, just literally imagine. So when my kids were little, they were babies, uh, like three, they got a cut. And I was trying to teach them not to have sugar. And, but you always want to teach lessons. Now, most moms go, no, don't eat that. No, that's bad for you. And my little brain said, try something different. You have a boy and a girl twin. You can experiment here. I know, I'm little. And so I said to my kids, now this is funny because my kids are now 17 years old and the best part of the story will come at the end. So hang on for a sec. I said, there's little people like Bob the Builder inside of you. Their job is to stitch you up. You ever notice guys, you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, the, the boo-boo's gone. And they're like, yeah, where does it go? I said, well, the little guys inside, they've got little yellow hats, a little flashlight, and they have a cup. Their cup only runs if you put water in it. If you put juice or soda, it doesn't work. They can't do their job. So be nice to them. Put water in the cup, especially before you go to bed. When you wake up, fill that cup with water, okay? Then you go to sleep. They all turn on their light. They wake up. They drink their water, and they go to work, and they fix you, and they grow your hair, and they move your poop. And they, I know it sounds funny, but they do all kind of amazing things, and they help you grow into your best self. Mm -hmm. yes. If you feed your little guys sugar, they fall asleep, and they're too tired to help you. So they don't do their job. And if you've ever seen people who have sores, big noses, or like they're all red on their nose, or they're kind of overweight, and they're not just... They're feeding them sugar. Yeah. So funny thing. My daughter's 17. Two days ago, she's sitting with a friend. Of her, she's like, Mom, what, what was that story about... She's like, I only drink water. And everyone is like, why don't I drink soda? And she said, oh, She wait. still only drinks water. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, in fact, she won't drink anything else. It's actually... Wow. She's 17. Wow. So she says, Mom... They had little yellow hats on, didn't they? Wow. I haven't told that story in 14 years. 
Oh my God. When they were three years old, you told us, and they, it's been 14 years, and she remembered it. It was, it was in there. That's incredible. But what's more incredible is you programmed her to be more healthy. And well, what else could you have done? Well, because you think about that. Programs you to eat crappy food. Yeah. You get programmed either way. You watch TV, you're, you're, you're being programmed all day. You, read a, you look at a billboard, read a magazine, you're being programmed. If you allow that to happen. No, you know? it doesn't matter whether you allow it or not. Your subconscious is awake all the time. You get all of this information. You see the cover of a magazine and you think girls are supposed to look yeah. You get told, you are programmed to make no mistake every minute of every day. That's true. So we have to do something about that. And what that is, is we have to program ourselves to offset that other programming that's out there. But I really believe, Forbes, that the programming we can do for ourselves, because we're there, we're in it, is much more powerful because that, that's little light touches of programming, you know, boom, boom, boom. But what we can do is boom, boom. We can make a big difference because we're, we can be in our rooms here by ourselves and program ourselves. Now that's what's exciting. So it's not one of those, because it sounds like, you know, when we talk about this, like you're just out there being just sabotaged on a daily basis in a way by all this stuff. But our ability to self-program is way stronger than those subliminal things that are out there hitting us. You know what? I love you, but no. You figured it you, out. You believe that? Oh, oh, you are. I'm going to prove something to everybody watching that what, okay. you're my partner. You are. Oh, you think differently than the majority of people. You, my friend, see what's not there and build it. Most people accept what is. And so mm. they don't realize their program. I run classes every, every, actually run class every week. And I ask people a bunch of questions and you can hear how they are completely programmed. They'll tell you what they cannot do, that life is hard. They'll say, I don't know. They'll say all these words that are triggers to me that they can't actually get out of their own way unless someone helps them. That is where a coach, one of the things that I discovered, and I am stepping into this to anybody who wants this kind of coaching, what does every great Olympic athlete have in common from every country for all time? Well, they all have coaches. Bingo. They didn't do it themselves. Yeah. Somebody can see the game differently. Somebody can see that you're the coffee in your own cup. Somebody can see that you keep saying the word, well, I don't know how to do this. You say that just once, your, your little foreman goes, whoa, wait, wait, she said we don't know. Everybody pretend that we don't know. Yeah, stop production, because we could figure it out with Google, but she said we don't. That's the communication, there's a huge gap. And Man, then- you know what? You're so right about this. I was just thinking about this. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of athletes as well. And athletes are very interesting because most of them, like Jeremy Lin, was at his top of his game, where they're all about the same athletically, but it was the psychological point. And that's what excites me about, about all the stuff going on around us, is that once again, it comes back to here. We really have the ability to perform at unbelievably high levels because what we can do right here, it's not a physical thing. I mean, physical, you feel better and, and, and you, you know, you're healthier and you maybe work more hours. But what we can do in here is really exciting. I, it, I, I, I know you see that. Well, you know the four-minute myth, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Roger Bannister was an Olympic athlete who failed miserably in front of his entire country. And at mm-hmm. that point, nobody believed that you could run the four-minute mile. Humanly impossible. They would actually say, it's impossible. Yes. Well, someone wants to try something that's impossible. Well, one day, maybe kind of by accident, he was running so fast, he broke the four-minute mile. That week alone, 11 other people broke the four-minute mile. So what happened? Did the mile get shorter? No, the belief system changed. 
Yes, there you go. There you go. And that is the most powerful example, Forbes, that you can ever think of. The belief system changed. And that can happen to an entire group of people at one time. So imagine if you could make your belief system change, which you can. Here's and, the thing. But it, we got, I'll go, actually, we've got two minutes before our next break. You, can, you, know when it, you know how long it takes to change? Like that. Exactly. Make a decision. You just decide you're not going to do it anymore. All you have to do is tell your foreman, we're doing this differently, and they change the ship, and it's different. You're right. Actually, if you in my one of my classes and you say the word trying, like I'm trying to do something, you have to do five push-ups. Every time you say it, you have to do more push-ups. It's very Yoda. It's very Yoda of you. There is no try. There's only do. <laughs> That's it. Stop saying the word. Look, Steve, I'm trying to touch you. I'm trying to I'm tr- just do it. Use other mm-hmm. words. I am blown away by the lack of vocabulary in this country. We all say the same things. What do you want to do? I want financial freedom into trouble. When we come back in about two minutes, I'm going to show you how by changing some of the words that you actually just have come out of your mouth, and we're going to do a little exercise for all my students. They, have no, they know what's coming, but Steve doesn't. I'm going to put him on the hot seat. Who wants to watch Steve on the hot seat? Raise your hand. I'm excited. No, I want it. I want to. I'm in. <laughs> really quick, when is our book coming out? Uh, September 25th. September 25th, we're going to do an eight-hour Facebook Live interviewing most of the people in the book, talking about who they are. And uh, the book, you know, in the book, is, the book is their habits, but we want to know who these great people are as well. So we're going to talk to them and share them with the world. And, and actually, you know what else we do that day? Everybody is going to have 10 books in their hands that day, and they're going to give nine of them away to people that they want to help. And that's this beautiful pay it forward day. It's going to happen through the whole day of the 25th. It's going to be amazing. I got to take a quick break. When you come back, I have one or two spots that I could get if you want to get in the book as a last minute author right now, but you'll find out right after this. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. This this hour went really fast. I've got Stephen Samblitz on here, my co-author and publisher of an amazing series of books called One Habit. Our book is called One Habit for Entrepreneurial Success. We have major celebrities. We have up-and-coming entrepreneurs and a lot of superstars that this is going to serve a lot of people. It will be a very fun read. If you want an advanced copy, if you want to get all the information on what's coming up, how to hobnob with some of the celebrities, get invited to some of the parties, win some prizes, go to www.forbesreillybook.com right now. Uh, There's no charge. Just sign up. We are going to be sending out information, but then you're on a very exclusive list. Uh, and that's important because it's a private list. Uh, only people who are part of our family get on this, know what's going on. And I'm going to tell you, this is a quite an amazing ride. Uh, if you want to listen to the replay of this, you'll find out how the story started, how Steve and I connected, and literally how 24 hours, I said I could do something that would have been impossible before COVID for me. I would not even know how to start. And so for everyone who's freaked out or frustrated right now, I want you to say to yourself, Times evolve, people evolve. You're not the same person you were in high school, except for my sister, my twins, they're actually still in high school, and they're wondering why their senior year looks like nobody else's. Times are different. Yeah. <laughs> times have been different all the time. You know, we went through a very nice period for most of my life. In the 80s, there were no wars. 90s, it was kind of a nice, but, but before that, there were two world wars. There were 17-year-olds being shipped off to Vietnam and Korea and, and Germany and, and places they'd never even heard of. So I would take a deep breath, Keep your Netflix subscription good because if you need to escape. And the internet right here, step in. I have a beautiful group uh, right on Facebook that we built since the day all this started called Forbes Riley's Inner Circle. doesn't cost you anything. But I'll tell you what's there. There is almost 1,300 people right now. I know all of them. They all know each other. They've come to my Sunday class. They've said hi. They've taken trainings with me. They support each other. If you want friends, family. See, I don't know how you define family. It's not blood relatives. You know, most of the family I've had was always adopted. So for me, I get to adopt more people. And I have a horrible thing that once I love you, I always love you. I still talk to my very first two boyfriends in the world, Gary Bettman and Hugh O'Brien. I will forever be my brothers. (laughs) So that's my philosophy. If you want to shift the way you think, we're part of a movement here. And part of the base of that movement is the habits that you do every day. It's looking at people who are very successful. Do the habits they do every day. There's this big thing about getting up really early. In fact, this is funny, Steve, because all the millionaire, billionaire, oh, we have to get up at 5 a.m. And blah, blah, blah. You know, my daughter's, my daughter's like, I'm going to bed, mom, at 5 a.m. She's a night owl. She said, does that mean I can't be successful? I said, McKenna, no. you're 17 years old. You started a business eight weeks ago, and you grossed almost 200000 I'd say you're pretty successful, my girl. <laughs> Go to bed when you want. Yeah. <laughs> work work when you want. As a matter of fact, that's, that's what being an entrepreneur is about. 
you know, we don't have alarm clocks usually to wake up and go to bed by. And that's, that's something that's kind of amazing. I, that, that was, I was a stockbroker right after high school. And I used to wake up with an alarm clock, you know, and be in the office every morning at 5 a.m. And I'd be home at midnight, barely sleep and do it the next day. And when I left the stockbrokerage industry, one of the things, the freeing things, the reward I gave myself is to say, I will never wake up with an alarm clock again. And I don't do that. I, if I have to wake up at a certain time, you know, I'll basically put it in my head, say, I need to be awake at 9. I need whatever it is, whatever it is. But, you know, but she's right, though. I mean, there's times when I'm editing this book. And, and, and the con- contributors are coming in like all hours of the night. I, I'm up till five in the morning a lot of times. And they're going, and they write back to me, why are you really fast? How are you writing back to me at three in the morning? I'm like, I'm still working. But here's the thing. I'm not really working because when you're doing something you love, this is so cliche. But I, I, you know what? Here's what's interesting, Forbes. Last year, I did the first One Habit book, July of, of last year. And it was going to be just one book. I didn't expect it to be any more than that. And after the book came out, a lot of people read it and they said, you know what? Could you do a habit for women? Could you do a habit for sales? Could you be, do a habit for beating, ending bullying, beating alcoholism, beating cancer? And so I took the same process and started doing these other books. But here's, here's the thing. I have never been so much in love with what I'm doing in my entire life than what I'm doing right now. And so basically, I'm 59 years old last year. And I found my calling. Now, how interesting is that? That at this point in my life that I found my calling, something that I love. So who we got coming in? Well, I found my calling over here. This is Joshua. You've not met Joshua. Joshua's not here. Hey, brother. He's not written his chapter yet. And he is a world champion physique bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. He's a professional and uh, also 3D graphic artist. And so uh, do you have a habit you might want to share with us? I have it. Yeah. Pick my nose a lot. Thank you very much. That's weird. Okay, well, here, here, Joshua, <laughs> so let, let, let me give you the, the framing of it. If you could instantly instill in a child one habit, what would it be and why? Brush your teeth every morning. And I, I don't know. Oh, you, you said I don't know. Come over well, here. You know what? That's not a bad habit. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you know why that's, not, that's actually a good habit? Because if you have a habit in place, you can stack other habits oh, on top okay. of it. Okay, Stephen, let's get really serious. I just told okay. you that this man is a world champion physique bodybuilder. How about let's talk about, do you go to the gym every day? No, no, no. Then Steven. Oh. Do I look at every five? No. <laughs> but are you, fit? are you fit? Is fitness important to you? It's important to me, but but I haven't been paying attention to it. I've been sitting in front of my computer 15 hours a day, which is something I need to fix. Well, one of the most important things we have, which most people take for granted, is our health. If you, don't, if you ignore it, then you're just going to go to crap. Yeah, and you don't get back. It's, it's hard to recover from once you go downhill, right? Well, that's interesting you said that because on January 1st, he was the fittest man on the planet, won a big, big championship January 2nd. On his motorcycle, he got hit by a car and ended up in a coma and surgery. Jesus, you were in a coma? Uh, for a couple hours, yeah. One time. Wow. wow. He also has been in a wheelchair. He just got out of a wheelchair last month. It's now August. Yeah, it's been really challenging. I lost about 15, 20 pounds of muscle, and I'm just trying to get back. I'm still walk- I'm walking now, but I got a cane, of course. So, you know. But let, let me ask you something. Because you were so fit, how f- much faster did you recover than anyone else would have? I, I mean, I don't think it's, it's not about being fit. It's more about being healthy. I mean, it's about what you Ah, there you go. Yes. So, you know, what you do, what you put in, what you consume is as important as what you do 
um, you know, physically. So what, what percentage of, of your health is the diet portion of it? Um, well, pretty much all of it. Really? Wow. Okay, you go to the gym, though, because well, they say 80-20. They say 80% of your our abs are made in the kitchen. Wow. King is different from feeling. Right. So, I mean, it does balance itself out, but, I mean, it's... Okay, well, then there's another thing, because he doesn't... You know, he's my brawn, and I'm the mouth. I don't know who the brains are somewhere there. But he actually has a system, Steve, that he doesn't do what everyone else does in the gym. He doesn't lift really big heavy weights. He doesn't do things overhead. In fact, you ask him, just, that's how he looks the way he does. He's something you've never even heard of. Well, the thing is, is that what, you, what, what, what people teach you, you, it sticks with you. So as a young man, as we grow up, we were taught to lift a certain way. Like if you want to work your shoulders, you want to do overhead pressing <laughs> and so forth. If you want to do chin-ups. Well, those are our muscles are not designed to do those type of exercises. Interesting. Okay. Our exercises are based on, ours are based on biomechanics. So he does no pull downs. He does one kind of a sit up, not on the ground. He does no leg lifts. He does no overhead presses. You, you don't do most of what people do, do you? So, so you're only doing movements that your body would normally do in life and at normal activity. Is that what it is? Correct. Our muscles have a primary function. And if you, so, I mean, how often do you put your hands overhead during the day? Not a lot, really, right? And how often are you do, Are you pulling yourself up, too? I mean, you never do that, basically, unless you're a mountain climber. Your arms are naturally down in, in to your side. That's in neutral position. Sure. You can do this, this mo motion doesn't mean it's a healthy motion. There's something internally that's going, what's happening, that's going to cause um, shoulder injury. Wow. So the main function for you, like your friend does, allow the humorous to move forward. So that's the motion you want to mimic, not doing this. What have you discovered with all the guys who did heavy squats? What's going on with them? They can't walk. They can't. Their backs are shot. They were never meant to lift that, you know, 600 pounds and do these terrible squats. Your knees are not designed for that. And you can look and gain muscle in an amazingly different way. And that's what he's all about. So, but it's a combination of working out and eating right, too. And are you, are you, um, you're not a vegetarian, are you? <laughs> on your face. <laughs> now why? Why are you vegetarian? Well, I've did my research and pretty much protein is overrated. It's a marketing theme that you think that you need to consume all this protein to build muscle. That's not true at all. Wait, do you get protein from plants? You do. I mean, I do supplement protein with a protein shake here and there, but you only lose about 24 grams of protein a day. And how about all the hormones in meat and chicken? Well, of course, that's all bad stuff. So, you know, the healthiest diet is a whole-based plant diet. Plant and really? Okay, there's our next book, One Habit for, I want to say bodybuilders, but One Habit for the Health. For health. He healthy, healthy living, something like we should do something like that. Uh, Absolutely. You, uh, you know, so, so when you wake up in the morning, well, I got one more question. When you wake up in the morning, what is the first thing you do when you wake up? Is, is, and, and does that thing have to do with your, be nice, okay. <laughs> so what, what, what is the thing that you do when you wake up to get yourself in the mindset that you're going to be, you're gonna be, you're probably working out every day. Uh, is, is there something that gets you in that, in that mindset that it's something you want? Um, no. no, no. 
is it, okay, wait, wait, now, what, what, what motivates you then? What, what is it that gets you going every day to do that? There's got to be something you do. Wake up. I want something to drink. I want to, I like something with caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't drink coffee. Okay, you know what? I, I'm actually going to help di- dissect some of this for you because I do think it's a very good <laughs> conversation. First thing you do is wake up and kiss me, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You're not on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that one. But here's the thing about Joshua because I asked him this. I said, what motivates you to go to the gym? Why do you do this every day? Why are you so religious about it? And why can't I always get that motivation? He says, I don't need motivation. I just go. I do like having a, a competition to in the back of my head. Is it with yourself? With myself. And also, I mean, I do work out to make her look better. I mean, I like it. You know, I, I'm on the, on the computer all the, all the time because I work on the computer. He's a 3D so. graphic artist. He's the shyest man in the world. I, you know what? I got two minutes before we close here. Can you give me a kiss? I'm going to... Couch, go go to the gym. All right. Good nice meeting you. And everybody Good seeing you, brother. Sometimes. Oh, you definitely yeah. will. I always put him on the spot. He's always like, why do you do that to me? I said, because the world needs to know that you exist, that your philosophies, that your habits are not like anyone else's. And guys, uh, we got a minute to close. Can you believe how fast that hour went? That was, uh, that was like five minutes. That's what that was. Give <laughs> a closing thought for everybody, my friend. One habit can change your life forever. That's the thing. Find one thing, put one habit in your life, make it part of who you are, and your life can be changed forever. Real simple. One phone call, one meeting, you changed my life forever, and almost 100 people out there. I got to tell you, go to www.forbesreillybook.com. Get on the list. Connect with us. Find out how we are changing the world, having the most amazing time doing it. To all my Facebook buddies, don't go away. I love you guys. And all my producers and everybody in Arizona, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.